Welcome to the new Sex and Happiness with Lori Handlers and her partner, Michael Gibson. You're about to dive into a world where amazing sex is just around the corner. And happiness is available to everyone at any age. It's time to learn a little, laugh a little, and explore sex and intimacy from every angle. Hi, everybody. You're listening to another episode of Sex and Happiness. I'm Lori Handlers. And I'm Michael Gibson. And today, we are going to talk to you about the most wonderful, exquisite topic of sex magic. What the hell is that? (laughs) I was going to ask you the same thing. Well, I learned about this sex magic from you. (laughs) So has everyone else on the planet pretty much. (laughs) No, I I hadn't heard of it before you. Um, And then after you, I learned a little bit more about, you know, some of its roots, but it's fascinating to hear you tell how you came about uh, this thing you call sex magic. And you've done it all over the world. You've shared this with, you know, thousands of people. I have. And um, and I think you're one of the great proponents of sex magic, and you have evidence in your life for how sex magic works. I so do. How, how did you come by this, Lori? How did you come to know what sex magic was? I'm not really sure. Uh, I heard about it when I was studying Tantra. And I here's what I was taught. And then I sort of put two and two together and decided what I should do. And then I met someone who I practiced it with. So the first thing is that I learned that sexual energy is the energy of creation. And I went, duh. Like, how did I get here? Two people got together and had sex. And then I got here. Right. It's a miracle that I got here. It's um, science doesn't actually know what happens. It's kind of an alchemy. It's like, oh, yeah, they know that a sperm fertilizes a zygote. But like, really? How did people get created like that? How did animals get created like that? How how did how did sperm whales get their name? You know what I mean? Like all this stuff. The mystery of DNA and all the rest of it. Exactly. Right. It is a mystery how it got created. Now, I'm not going to go into the God story. And I'm also not going to go into... Uh, the evolution story. Evolution story. I don't care. All I know is that a sperm impregnates a zygote or fertilizes a zygote, and there's no bees involved. (laughs) There's no birds. There's no birds involved. (laughs) But something internally happens inside of a woman's body in the area called sex, in the genital area, which is called the second chakra, the sex chakra, and then all of a sudden a life gets formed. If that isn't the energies of creation... If I'm not God and you're not God, creating something like that, then what? Yeah. Like, really? Right. Something outside is doing it? I don't think so. So, then I said, well, I don't have to only use this energy for creating a baby. Someone might have said that to me, like... It might have been my Tantra teacher. I don't know. But all of a sudden, it got in me, like, the idea clicked for for me that 
Well, human beings use the energies of creation to create a lot of things, not just babies. As a matter of fact, human beings create all kinds of things. They can create computers, telephones that are computers. They can create cars that drive themselves. They can put people on the moon. They can shoot Sputniks into space. <laughs> they can, um, you know, they can create recipes. They can, they can talk to each other long distance. I mean, human beings can create a million things. Now, dolphins can't do that. Even though dolphins still have to fertilize an egg mm-hmm. and ha- to have a baby dolphin, um, no other species has the capacity to use their creative energy to create other things, other stuff, right? big stuff, little stuff, stuff, Mardi Gras beads, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm saying that because we came from Mardi Just Gras. Just came back. Yeah, so, so human beings can take this energy that's housed in the sacrum, what's called the sacral chakra, and they can create other stuff. And so I found out that while people are proponents of the law of attraction, the secret... In air quotes. Yeah, the secret, like I can focus on what I want and then I will attract it to me and it will come if I use my sexual energy in the in the intention setting of the attraction, then I am using the most powerful energy around the energies of creation that the mystery of creation gets put towards everything I want to create, which is different from making a baby. Like any animal could do that, but any animal can't make a computer. Right. Can't do a motherboard. <laughs> can't do things, you know. Uh, so I don't know who I heard that from. I don't remember. All I know is the minute I heard it, I went, that's it. Yeah. And then I realized that's what they left out of the secret. So I started to use my sexual energy to create everything I needed and wanted. I used my sexual energy to finish my book, Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy. Amazon bestseller. I, <laughs> international. International Amazon bestseller. number one bestseller. I used my sexual energy to make a film about my bliss course, Beginner's Tantra. I used my sexual energy to make another few films. I used my sexual energy to make this podcast. I used, because everything was happening at once. I was in New York and it was crazy. And like I was, I had to use my sexual energy to expand myself so that it could all happen because it started feeling overwhelming because everything was happening at the same time. So I used my sexual energy to, like I self-pleasured. When I say used my sexual energy, I self-pleasured to expand. While I was self-pleasuring, I would say you're getting bigger and bigger. You're getting big enough to hold it all. And I still do that. So 
that's how I discovered sex magic. I mean, I, you know, and again, I don't remember exactly who talked to me about it. Who right. was the first person to talk to me about it? Okay, roll them forward. Then I came to a conference here in Arizona, and uh, at the conference, I was the moderator of a panel. It, the conference was called Sex and Consciousness, and it was hosted by Baba Des. Ah. And um, it was pre-ISTA. Or it was like, at that time, it was, it was the, it was the formulation before ISTA got, and ISTA is the International School of Temple Arts, of which I'm a faculty member. So I was moderating a panel on teenagers and sexuality. And there were four panel, panel members, and I was the moderator. And there was a guy in the audience who kept calling things out. He knew a lot, and he also had a couple of kids. And um, at the end of the panel, I let, uh, there were other people who were interacting with the panel really well. And so at the end of the panel, we were recording everything. And I said, anyone in the audience who was very interactive, you can come up now and get on the mic and say a piece. Like say anything after you've heard this panel, say anything you want to say that you think should go into this video. And this person came up and the person was Stuart Berlin. Ah. And so uh, Stuart came up, and then after he spoke, and when the panel was over, I said to him, who are you? <laughs> and he said, I'm a former pediatrician. I live in Los Angeles, and um, I've written a book called Tantric Kabbalah, subheading Sex Magic, or maybe Sex Magic, Tantric Kabbalah. I don't remember which way it went. Anyway, I went, no kidding. You seem to be very versed at this. Let's exchange books. So I gave him my book, Sex and Happiness, and he gave me his book, and I read his book. It was great. And then we, we then I did two podcasts with him. Mm. One on his first book and one on his second book. His first book was called Every Woman a Goddess, Every Man a God in her service. And I thought that was just the cat's meow. What a great title. Yeah, and it was wow. a great book. And then the second book was the Tantra Kabbalah Sex Magic. Yeah. And so he was on my show both times, out back at, a while back. And we decided we would get together. So we got together. He came here. We got together maybe five times. And we exchanged our ideas about sex magic. And we and we performed sex magic with each other. Mm. And it was amazing. And that's how I really got into the practice of it. And a lot of what I do comes from Stuart, from some of Stuart's ideas about how to honor the goddess in a woman. So anyway, how's that? How's that for the history of my sex magic? <laughs> I love it. You do. And thank you so much because it's um, it, it fleshes out, you know this this thing that we're going to share a little bit more about how this thing came to be in your life, and it is a practice. It's a practice that you and I. I mean, you did sex magic in solo practice. I so did. There is a solo practice to it, and then there's partner practice. Right. And 
And you and I, we have become very um, skilled, attuned and skilled at the partner practice. In fact, it's part of the work that we do, and it's, and it's an integral part of it because there is a creation to be had from um, our sexuality and from our intention through that sexuality. So right. we, can, we can apply this methodology for creating what we want in our life by using this amazing, um, like I said, methodology. It's, it's incredible. So I learned about it from you. I know, and you're so good at it. <laughs> and we're not making babies. I'm no, too old uh-uh. to make babies. Yeah. Well, I'm too old to raise babies. <laughs> <laughs> I have no intention of doing that. And, um, and one, I think it was one evening or, or it was a weekend that was coming up one, one, uh, several years ago. And you asked me, you called me up and said, Hey, would you be open to, um, you know, working with me in a sex magic uh, training that I'm giving? And you had several couples involved and I came and, and I learned it on the spot from you in that, in that time frame, And I was hooked. I, I know, it. but you were, and you were like a quick study. Oh, well, thank you. You were awesome. Thank you. You had things you were saying to me in the ritual. We had people, all the people crying. You know, you were you were so intense and beautiful about it. So, shall we talk about it? Yeah, let's. So, we had this experience, and and actually, I think it's really better if you start off with it, because in the in the way that you taught it, um, it was so natural, and um, it had me mesmerized by the setup. So, if you don't mind, why don't we do the setup, kind of how you did it when you first taught? So, yeah, first of all, I want to say that according to Stuart's lineage in this, um, he has it that the goddess or that in the female or that in the receiver body, because I don't want to discriminate against people who are in same-sex couples. Mm -hmm. They can do it too. But one of you, someone has to decide that they're the receiver. So it's either the person who's in the woman body or it's a person who, if it's two women, who's being in the feminine for that ritual. If it's two men, who, the one that's being the receiver in that ritual. That person's body is the altar. That person takes on the persona of being the altar at which the other person prays. Got it. Like it's a religious experience. Right. Not in a religion, but a religious spiritual experience. The person receiving the treatment, the the, touch the sacrament, the, right. the whatever you want to say, because I don't know these things because yeah. I was never religious, but right. the thing who who's receiving it is the altar at which the other person is a pilgrim praying. Right. Okay, so that's the first thing. So there are roles. So only one person is receiving. Only one person is transmitting. Only one. One of one is doing one, and one of the other is doing the other, and that's it. And so, um, and that was specifically designated by Stuart, and I loved it. And I, because much like you, he wants to bring out the goddess in every woman. So it was very gender identified, but because I work with so many people who are not gender identified, not by, by what is it? Binary. Binary. Yeah. I couldn't remember the name. Um, 
I've said, if you're a same-sex couple or you're gender-bending, you just have to decide who's going to receive. Right. Assuming you're doing it partnered. Okay. If you're doing it alone, it's not a problem. It's not a question. Okay. So I'm talking only about the partnered. So the person who is the altar, all they do is prepare. They prepare. They get clean. They get, you know, ready. They get, they wear a gorgeous... Uh, something, something very sensual, something very sexual, and they show up. Now, the pre-work before they show up is what I talk to the transmitters, the people who are the doers. And the people who are the doers, I talk to them for a long time. I say, one, you're going to build an orgasm in this person's body over a long stretch of time, minimum an hour. So what does that mean? Well, you're going to work the different parts of their body, building up a very slow burn to climax. Yeah. And sort of like building a fire. Like, yes, right? stoking and a fire. And stoking that fire. Exactly. And adding logs onto it. Yes. Yeah. And so they're like, well, like, what am I going to do? <laughs> right. There's you the know, technique. I've sat with groups of men yeah. and they're like, what? What, <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> And I say, well, you're going to slow it way down. Right. You're going to leave space in between what you're doing. You're going to take breaths together. And, and as a matter of fact, you're going to encant things. You're going to chant things to this person. You're either going to write a poem or you're going to pick uh, a song that you've heard. And you're going to say all the words while you're doing what you're doing. So this person is going to be mesmerized by not only the music playing, but also the slowness of your touch, the building of their heat, and things that you're saying to them that are kind of what we just discussed before in the last show, non-ordinary reality. Like you're going to make a bubble at first. Mm -hmm. You're going to say desires, fears, and boundaries together. And, and intentions. And intentions. And you're going to create a partnered intention. Right. So you can have a personal intention and you can have a partnered intention. And actually the group decides on a group intention before the ritual even starts. Assuming you're in a group, if there's more than one uh, couple set up, um, which we had four couples, I think, that, that night. That time, and then we've done it with 150 people. That's right. At a festival. So we created an individual intention a coupled intention and then a group intention and that that's the power of this where you can set all these multiple intentions yeah this is the real secret yeah so that oh and then and then the directions that i give to the receivers i said they only had to show up but that's not true not only do the receivers have to set an intention but they don't hurry to to climax, to have an orgasm. They don't hurry. But when they do have an orgasm, when they're just about to have an orgasm, they have to speak out loud the intentions. And they have to shoot the orgasm along, like a rocket out of the top, out of the crown of their head with that carries the intentions. And it carries the intentions into what you might call a matrix in the sky, in the universe, in the atmosphere of every orgasm that's ever been. 
So as if, so it's connecting with all orgasms that have ever been on the planet. And that's a lot of power right there. That's right. like, that's more than rocket fuel. It is. It is. It's very powerful. And so they have to focus on that. Now, all, at the same time, the giver, the doer, is saying things to the uh, to the person like whatever, like whatever they're saying. So the things you said to me were amazing. That's what made me cry. And it made other people cry. Yeah. You want to give an example of what you said? I can. I, I think I said something along the lines of um, that you are the goddess whose tears, um, I think it was you are the goddess whose tears, you want me to say it or not? I do. I just feel like you got too close. Well, I, okay. What I said was you are the goddess whose tears cleanse the blood-stained battlefields of war. You are the goddess whose tears cleanse racism and ends um, hypocrisy. And you are the goddess whose tears cleanse. And that's really was the it was the the motion of it was that you you are the goddess whose tears cleanse. And um, and at the end of that, I mean, yeah, there were everybody. I wasn't really aware of what was going on else. Elsewhere in the room, I was pretty much focused on you. And um, and it was really beautiful at the end because people were. They were in tears, like crying. And they listened to you, and then they were crying in their own intention. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was amazing. And so, I mean, that wasn't the whole workshop. There were other things that took mm -hmm. place in the workshop that prepared people. We did lots of emotional release ahead of time. And uh, but that was the Saturday night ritual in the weekend, and then we had then I served champagne after everybody, <laughs> after everybody does their thing, which the music cues people up to like you were also the lead giver, right. so you had to round people up to the to the musical cues and let them know when the music was going to crescendo. And then when the orgasms had to take place, because we all had to do it at the same time. Right. You want the orgasm to be all happening in concert, just along with the music. And so we're bringing this to a, a close. Like there's a, a climax. You're like a maestro. <laughs> there's a climax to be had. And this is the moment. Like it, it comes to that moment where it's all, you can feel the electricity of the power that's going on around you and on the table. Um, so, oh yeah, they're all massage tables. We had we had like four <laughs> massage tables in one yeah. pod that was on the ground. And we've they done did... it with people that were, you know, like the 150 in Mexico. They were all over the place, right? They were spread out everywhere. Yeah, throughout the um, hall. Yeah, and, and um, so these are the this is the 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 final like the the final moments of it, and then there's of course uh, you know a time of integration, integration. and completion um, and. And something I want to mention, and I know I'm, I'm going to kind of go back just a little bit, but as for um, the giver, um, I like to call them the like kind of like the high priest, and and then you have the your, shaman, you have your person who is sort of like the god or the goddess that's going to be um, releasing that amazing energy, this the, this powerful energy, this sexual energy. Um, there there's a bit of some preparation on the part of the giver. And one of the preparations that I, I do 
um, and this is something that you taught me was to create a temple space to set up so for instance if it's just you and it's just a couple the giver you want to take the time to set up the temple space and you want to make sure that you touch all five senses the first sense might be um, smell so wait I want to I just want to interrupt you yes. for a second because you have to do this if you're doing it solo also correct so this would be for either solo or partner or group practice correct um, so you have to set up the temple space um, so the five senses smell touch um, hearing you're gonna play music uh, and then visual you want there to be soft lights candles um, tapestries something that will be very temple-like, and then um, taste, and something that's very good to have at the end, which is something you just mentioned, is to have some champagne, maybe Prosecco, some... Prosecco, yeah. chocolate. Strawberries, um, strawberries, whatever, something. But you want those we five had, senses uh, to be heightened. I think we had ice cream. Yeah. We had champagne, and we had ice cream, and we had berries. Yeah. So it was really, it's quite exquisite. It's such an experience to have. And it's an exquisite experience. And then by the time you come to the completion of the climax, um, all of this has been moving you in a direction. And then when you get to the end, then you can just relax. And relax into uh, just the beauty of the feeling of the moment. The way that you've connected, the way that you've experienced each other, and the way you've experienced that power going into the void. To that um, place that you call the, the matrix the, of orgasms yes or the web <laughs> the web of orgasm yeah <laughs> yeah so that's what sex magic is and um you know if you don't believe me then read the book think and grow rich by napoleon hill and he talks about it in chapter 11 of think and grow rich but nobody most of the business people that i know who read that book had no idea what napoleon hill was talking about but i do <laughs> yes you do so that is our bit on sex magic and you can set any intention that you want um, you know one of the ones that I like that we set and we set it pretty often um, that we talk about is um, forever bodies yes living healthy and long long lives and um, being you know I think that's really important uh, and so that's something I would I would definitely encourage folks to take up, think about. We also set the intention to do couples work, mm -hmm. and now we are. Yep. One of our favorite ones, and this is the one that's the latest, is doing our VIP vacation with couples. Exactly. Yeah. We're taking couples who are either uh, shy and don't want to be in a group, or couples who are high-profile and they don't want to be in mixed with other people. They don't want people, they'll, they'll be recognized or whatever. So we're taking them away to exotic places in the world for something like four days and teaching them. And it's like a one-on-one -on -one session, only it's us as a couple with them. And, um, and, we're do, and we've, we've started to do that. So, yeah, if you're somebody that's hearing this and you have... Uh, you you want to come with us and do these kinds of things? Uh, please contact us through the website lauriehandlers.com. And if you know somebody 
if you know couples who are in trouble and they just don't know where to turn and couples therapy doesn't really do it i'm just gonna say it's not it talking about this is not the same as as sexing about this right. it's not the same as setting desires fears and boundaries and intentions about this it's really different when you when you're embodied and you can return to love uh those are the kinds of things that we teach at our vip couples retreats and so please have people that you know contact us we are available and we want to take you we want to take you to where we are which is like this amazing space and you'll be creating things through sex magic so thanks for thanks for saying that that's a beautiful invitation by the way. yeah it yeah. is that's the ask please get in touch with us yeah. please take action if you're sitting there listening to this and you're going like i wish we could do this get on a call with us yeah we'll take a call from you and we'll if your partner is stubborn we'll talk to your partner and if it's you that needs some convincing, we'll talk to you. We're not going to twist your arm. We, You know, if your heart is beating and you're listening to this, you know that you need something. Just call us. So, yeah. well, listen, listen, next week, next podcast, yeah, we are going to talk about um, how couples are an endangered species. Right. And the the difficulties that couples have in not only keeping love alive, but not killing each other. <laughs> right. Or not divorcing. Right. You know, or not cheating or whatever people do. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, yeah. justified, they think. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that. And um, we would love to hear from you. So please do get on the mailing list. Go to lauriehandlers.com. Write to us. Send us any questions that you have. Actually, send us ideas for things you want us to talk about. Yeah. We have a lot of ideas about a lot of things that have to do with couples. So. We'll be happy to answer those questions for you. Yeah. And maybe you come up with some solutions. And um, let and, us know how you did in sex magic. Oh, yeah. Well, I want to hear all about that. Yeah. So what have you created? Okay. Yeah. All right. So this is, we're going to sign off for now. And you'll, you'll, we invite you to tune into our next show when we talk about couples and endangered species this is laurie handlers signing off this is michael gibson thank you so much for listening yeah we love you bye bye, -bye.